Today's episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans, and welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your Tuesday, Thursday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. If you're not already, give me a follow at elindsay08. That's where you can find me, muse about all kinds of things, including This Is Us. Um, my love for baseball and absolute loathing for the designated hitter. And of course, women's basketball, women's hockey, women's soccer, just badass women and non-binary people all up and down the timeline. Um, on today's show, I'm excited. I'm, um, incorporating an element or two that I hope will be a staple uh, including my halftime huddles, which will be hosted on Locker Room. So you'll get to hear uh, my first kind of pilot run featuring Jackie Powell. That'll be in the second segment. Um, but we're going to break down the WNBA standings. Hello. Or, I mean, what are we? A week in and, oh, the WNBA season is looking good. Also going to go over some power rankings uh, from Just Women's Sports, ESPN. Um, I mentioned my halftime huddle that was hosted on Locker Room featuring Jackie Powell. And I'm really going to do a deep dive into the New York Liberty. Um, I have a story. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it should be up over at Forbes Sports Money. Kind of had a, a big event in Brooklyn again, in case you did not hear. I'm sure you've heard by now, but just in case. Sabrina Ionescu. The triple-double machine holds the NCAA record, not the women's record. The NCAA basketball record for triple-doubles has notched her first triple-double in the WNBA and made a little bit of history in the process. We're going to break that down. And then it is Thursday, so I'm still going to give you my Social Justice Thursday take. And the WNBPA announced a new partnership going to break that down a little bit but let's uh let's go ahead and get into this so your standings as of may 20th 2021 we have three undefe- four undefeated teams excuse me uh the connecticut sun and the new york liberty both on a three game winning streak exciting stuff Unfortunately for Connecticut, looks like Brienne January went down with an injury, so we're going to have to keep updated on that, probably learn more over the weekend. But let me just read what the team sent out regarding the injury. Brienne January is out and will not return to the game due to a lower leg injury. Looking at tweets from people that were at the game, actually it sounds like Alyssa Thomas, who is out for the season with an injury, had to help January off of the court. Um, So we, of course, won the Seabrian January back healthy, better than ever, was being so instrumental 
for this Connecticut Sun team. If you do not follow Alexa Philippou, highly recommend you remedy that on the immediate. Um, great reporting about Connecticut basketball just all across the board. New York Liberty, as I said, we're going to talk about New York uh, a little bit later in the show, so we're going to skip over that right now. But best start since 2007, the Chicago Sky, 2-0. and And the Dallas Wings, the Dallas Wings are 1-0. and going to get a little bit more into Dallas when I talk about the power rankings, so we're going to move on. Phoenix, we know that they won that game against Minnesota. I broke that down on the last show. They lost a game against that Connecticut Sun team, Red Hot Connecticut Sun, Phoenix versus Connecticut. Um, But now the Phoenix Mercury are rolling. So that roller coaster, we'll see if they can steady the the ride and smooth it out a little, or is it going to be up and down for Phoenix? We shall see. The Las Vegas Aces and the Seattle Storm have only played each other. So both teams are one and one. After a not so great performance, Las Vegas came in and dominated against Seattle. So they're showing they can take a punch. I like it. Las Vegas and Seattle, middle of the pack. The Los Angeles Sparks, 0-1. Not so impressive start so far for the Sparks. Atlanta, as of today, uh, they dropped a game to Chicago, so they're 0-2. Minnesota is 0-2, lost to Phoenix in a nail-biter, lost to New York, and New York convincingly beat them. Again, by way of us talking about the Liberty, we'll talk about Minnesota a little bit later in the show, and Indiana dropped two to the New York Liberty and once again lost um, to... um, Oh, right. They lost to the Connecticut Sun. Uh, so, there you go. That was um, that was today, right? Uh, or, I'm sorry, that was yesterday. Ha-ha. Because I'm, of course, recording this on Thursday. Um, or Wednesday, late Wednesday night. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that I don't sleep. So, who the heck knows what day it is? Either way. Their last game, Indiana, was at Connecticut Sun. They dropped that game 88-67 in Uncasville, Connecticut, at the Mohegan Sun Arena. So the power rankings. All right, let's let's get into this a little bit. Just Women's Sports Power Rankings. I want to give a shout-out to Just Women's Sports, my former editor. Um... At The Athletic, Hannah Withiam is now heading up some of their hashtag content, some of their articles. Uh, Hannah writes, The WNBA's opening weekend delivered both preseason validations and early questions. So here are the power rankings that Hannah gave us from 12 to 1. Indiana Fever at 12, Atlanta at 11, Washington at 10. They dropped two from the preseason Los Angeles Sparks at 9 dropped to New York Liberty at the time. Hannah had at 8, and that was up from 9. Dallas Wings at 7, that's up 3 spots. Phoenix Mercury staying steady at 6. Minnesota drops down to 5. Las Vegas had dropped down to 4. Chicago Sky moved up from 5 to 2 for Hannah. And the Connecticut Sun moved up from 4 to 2. 
and the Seattle Storm sitting at the top of the table. So a few things I want to pick out because these are teams I know I'm not going to talk about very much on this episode. Indian Fever, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Hannah writes, the Fever put up a fight against the New York Liberty in their weekend doubleheader, but they have to clean up their fouls, averaging 22.5 per game. Yikes. Atlanta Dream at 11. The Sun owned the Dream on the glass, 42-26 in their season opener. Atlanta, an offensive-minded team, will need to not, will need to score more than 67 points a game to contend this season. Very good point. Love that. I've talked about the Mystics, so I'm going to leave that there. Uh, let's talk about L.A. a little bit. Uh, Hannah writes, Neka and Chineo Gumake had remarkably efficient 2021 debuts, but the Sparks' defense, hello, defense couldn't do much of anything to contain the wings. I highly recommend, if you're not already following Howard, who, hello, is our Friday host, what are you doing? But follow Howard Megdol. He has been following um, the retirement into coaching of Simone Augustus, and she had her press conference today slash yesterday, <laughs> and um, some really good nuggets there. But check out Howard. Uh, you know, I'm sure you'll get some of that on Friday. Uh, we're going to talk about New York. They're sitting at eight. The Dallas Wings playing selfless basketball under first-year coach Vicki Johnson. I want you to remember that because in the article uh, that I wrote for New York, uh, or about New York for Forbes, selfless basketball is exactly what Walt Hopkins is doing, selfless basketball. What we've seen from a small, very small sample size from Dallas. So I want you to underline that for these two young teams. I've talked about Phoenix. I've talked about the Lynx. I've talked about Chicago, talked about the Connecticut Sun. So let's give you what Hannah says on the Aces. Aces meet Storm again on Tuesday. I already told you how that went down. After their 14-point loss over the weekend, we'll soon see whether they can win more battles on the glass and be more efficient from the field, which is their recipe for success. Well, let's take a look um, now that we have the benefit of having seen that game. They win 96-80 over Seattle in the second matchup. And so let's look at rebounds. Rebounds for the Las Vegas Aces. They out-rebound the Seattle Storm 39-34. to 34. Um, Again, points was 96-80. Uh, let's see. Free throws. This is interesting. 75% from the line for Seattle versus 88.9%. For the Las Vegas Aces, uh, turnovers, not too bad. Actually, Aces had more, 11 turnovers to Seattle's nine. Seattle's not a team that turns the ball over very much. Personal fouls, about even 14 to 13. But again, the Aces were capitalizing from the line. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a good matchup that we see. Um, so good job there by Hannah with the um power rankings let's go also to espn before we move on um the previous power rankings for espn were in the preseason uh, but i'm going to give you the latest update after week one seattle is at the top of the table 
in ESPN's power rankings that were previously at two, saying they move up. Um, but I like this um, that Kelly Cohen adds. On Tuesday, Las Vegas exposed Seattle's weakness, defense. When you lose uh, Natasha Howard and Alicia Clark, yeah, your defense is going to suffer. Las Vegas shot 53.6% from the field and out-rebounded Seattle. We just talked about that. Uh, Sue Bird and Candace Dupree will both have to continue to work to make up for off-season losses of, as I just mentioned, Natasha Howard and Alicia Clark. Um, I think one's a little high, but they're the reigning champions. They lose a game to the team that they played in the finals, so I'm not going to argue about it right now. Um, but they're not a smoking hot team right now. Uh, smoking hot teams right now are the Connecticut Sun and the New York Liberty. Chicago is at two. Connecticut at three. Their last ranking from the preseason was eight. So that's a big jump for uh, for Connecticut. I think, methinks I smell a little disrespect. Uh-oh. Kelly, you got to watch out for that because they will come for you, Kelly. They will come. New York Liberty jumped from 11 to 4 in the power rankings for ESPNW. I mean, the New York Liberty have Auntie, a.k.a. me, damn near ready to eat crow. I've pushed this New York Liberty team. I've questioned this New York Liberty roster a lot, especially last season. I did feel that there were improvements for this year. It's not... um, an airtight roster, but they're playing great team basketball. Again, check that out for Forbes Sports Money. Check out that article. I'll link it for you. Um, the Las Vegas Aces at five. Their previous ranking was one. So they drop from one to five. That seems a little harsh to me. Seems a little harsh to me. Uh, Phoenix is at six. Los Angeles Sparks at seven. Mm, mm, not sure about that. Minnesota at eight. That's about fair. Washington Mystics at nine, previously from four. I didn't have Washington in my top four. I questioned if they were even going to be in the top eight in my preview for the Athletic. So I think their ranking right now at nine is solid, but their previous ranking was too high for me. Uh, the Dallas Wings are at 10, and their previous ranking was 9. That's interesting to me, especially because they haven't lost a game. They've only played one game. But I don't I don't know how they slip there. Uh, but they're going to get Seattle, so we'll see what this young team has got. Atlanta Dream at 11. Their previous ranking was 10. I think that's about fair. And Indiana Fever at the bottom of the table. So those are some power rankings for you. Again, Just Women's Sports, Hannah Withiam, and ESPN, W. Kelly Cohen. Coming up next on Lockdown Women's Basketball, I'm going to introduce a new feature. It's going to be the halftime huddle with ELA. I'm going to do this on Locker Room. So this will be, I'll pick one game that I'm watching throughout the week and I'm going to pick one New York Liberty game that I attend live so you'll get a different feel 
for both. And later in the show, I will let you know which games I will be doing the halftime huddle um, for. So that's what's coming up. Make sure you mark your calendars, set an alert and an alarm, because it's the halftime huddle with ELA, a.k.a. Auntie. Um, and so you're going to hear my first one, my first go, featuring Jackie Powell. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like a mortgage, food, uh, season tickets to your favorite team now that people are getting vaccinated and we're starting to turn things around. And that's where rockauto.com comes in handy. It's a family business. It's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years right at rockauto.com. It has a unique online catalog, and it's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and of course, the prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for the professionals as well as for the do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com It is time for a brand new segment the Halftime Huddle with EA, ELA, a.k.a. Auntie. That's a very long title, but really it's just the Halftime Huddle. You can call me Erica. You can call me ELA. You can call me EA. You can call me Auntie. Uh, just don't call me late for dinner. But seriously, like, who wants to be late for dinner? Like, I'm never late for dinner. I like to eat. <laughs> anyway, um, are the Liberty for real? That's kind of going to be the theme of the second segment are the New York Liberty for real. First, let me take you to my halftime huddle. I give you my thoughts immediately following the first half of the New York Liberty game. Um, at the time, the links were up, but there were a lot of lead changes even in the first half. And the second quarter was a pretty sloppy quarter for New York, just for some context as you listen to little snippets of this halftime huddle. And I literally, not literally, but um, I came across Jackie Powell as I was headed to the rotunda to wrap up my halftime huddle. And I ran into Jackie Powell. So you'll hear from Jackie Powell as well. Hey there, hey there, hey. Eric Lindsay Ayala here reporting live from the New York Liberty game as they host as they host the Minnesota Lynx. Right now, Minnesota with the lead, 45-43. This has been a tight game. Eight lead changes tied up six times at the half. As far as the leaders, 16 points for Sabrina Ionescu. Started off a little bit slow. Uh, the New York Liberty had Sabrina playing off the ball. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, and she then started to take over 
Um, but 16 points in 18 minutes for Sabrina Ionescu. Um, leading overall in points in this game, Sylvia Fowles. I mean, sweet Sil, what can you say? Uh, Sylvia Fowles leading this Minnesota Lynx team. But right now, you got to remember, both of these teams, they have injuries. Uh, Nay Odom out for the New York Liberty. Natalia Chanwa out for the Minnesota Lynx. Also, what we're seeing is that you have players that are being integrated into the system. Kia Stokes just joined. Hey, Jess, thanks for joining the room. Kia Stokes just joined this New York Liberty team, has been at two shoot-arounds. So it's not even full practices. These are shoot-arounds because now we're in the season. Um, and then on the other side of things, you've got Jess Shepard coming back from Minnesota. You've got uh, Kayla McBride, fresh from overseas. Hey, Jackie Powell. I'm talking locked on women's basketball. <laughs> the Jackie Powell, hold on. Let's let your thoughts real quick. Do you have a minute? Okay, well, you tell them you're with Auntie. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, impressions about the first half? Um, there have been a lot of turnovers from the Liberty. But, so many. But the Lynx haven't found a way to capitalize on That's them. what we were just talking A little bit of a surprising first half for yeah. me. We've got Jess in the room. Say hey to Jess. Hello, Jess. <laughs> um, let me think. What other impressions? I would say that it's interesting how cold the links are from three. I wasn't I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Now you know I was looking at points in the paint. Yes. Over twenty points in the paint New York has given up to Minnesota. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, when you have Sylvia Fowles who you have to defend, there's gonna be an issue there. But what I will say is this. New York is out-rebounding the Lynx, which is also seems to make close to no sense to me, but that's what the box says. That's what the box says. That's where we go with. It's a very interesting game. I was I was noticing that on the Liberty side of things. I haven't been laser-focused on Minnesota just yet, but on the um, New York Liberty side of things, not sure if you've noticed, but Sabrina started primarily off the ball. Yes. Thoughts on that? Um, you had Sammy and even Benajah taking it up. Um, I think that just shows how versatile Laney is. And, I mean, there was a moment where I think it was when Sylvia Fowles was taking one of her free throws. And you just, you saw Laney just, like, shout and just sort of bring everyone together before they lined up again. And it's sort of like, that's something that you would see that's what you see the leader of your team do. Now, on the other side of things, I want to talk defense because I know you've got someone to meet up with, and then we're going to get going here. But um, defense, have you noticed the, the different types of defensive schemes they're trying on Sylvia Fowles? Which do you like the best? So the one that I've noticed is where you have a post and then you have a guard to come in and help that post. I think that could work, but... Jasmine Jones is very, um, she's very active, maybe a little too active. And so if they find a way to clean that up, 
and sort of get Jazz to not bow, then maybe that could work. That's interesting. You're right. They are definitely sending that guard. Uh, Sandy Wickham, I think, has at least two steals off of some of that action. Um, but as far as the post player, I think that that primary responsibility is on Kylie Shook, which I find extremely interesting. I think she's been the most successful. You also saw Dee Dee Richards on Sylvia Fowles for a wild. minute there. But you know what? I'd actually take that over what we saw from Stokes so far. I could not agree more. Um, Stokes looks rusty. Um, Stokes does Which not... Which is understandable. Yes. Um, there were a couple of pick and rolls where Stokes sort of just... Um, but it, it, she looks very out of sorts. I mean... Very.
every minute in the U.S., a woman is diagnosed with some type of cancer, said Tom. has gone through this, if you have lost someone, a colleague, a family um, member, a friend, a loved one, a partner, I honor, I honor your, your feelings and I honor your courage and your strength and your commitment.